Hey everyone, and welcome to the Cat Scare Podcast. I'm Campbell, and tonight we're doing something a little different. Um, in our last episode, uh, me and Mike talked about like kind of broadening the horizons of the podcast, so we're going to do that now. Now, Mike is not here for this one. Um, he's very busy, and like we both said, if we you know, have time, we will do this. So I figured since we were taking a break in between what we're doing now and the next movie which is going to be Barbarian, which you can watch on HBO Max and probably Rent, which is like one of my favorite movies. Um, we're going to do something different. So, tonight we're going to tackle like true horror. 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 However the hell you want to say it. I say horror to make it sound fancier. Like, mm, sir, did you see that fancy new horror movie? Um, I believe Mr. Jordan Peele made it. And I believe he's Sir Jordan Peele. Uh, because, um, um, only, only Jordan Peele is a director that could be a sir. He got knighted recently. I don't know if you saw that on TMZ or anything like that. But tonight we're talking about, um, Candace Newmaker. Uh, Candace Newmaker was a, a little girl. Originally... Uh, born to Todd and Angela Elmore, and they are from a small town in Lincolnton, North Carolina. Um, at a young age, she and her younger brother Michael and sister Chelsea were removed from the home for de- neglect and separated by social services. We all know social services is that really cool um, group of people that comes and snatches kids out of homes that are dangerous or like, you know, Karen across the street saw them you know, spanking their kid, and so they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do something about that, I'm just a nosy neighbor, but, I mean, I definitely want to ruin these people's lives. Basically, they stripped their parental rights. Two years later, she was adopted by a Jean Elizabeth Newmaker, a single woman and pediatric nurse practitioner, which is actually going to pay, like, actually make it very, like, ironic in a Alanis Morissette type of way when the story continues. So, basically, uh, Miss uh, Jean Elizabeth Newmaker, uh, she basically was like, well, let me think here. I need to get me a new child because I've got to fill my heart with love for kids because I'm I'm a, a nurse practitioner and I care for people, so I'll care for this young, downtrodden daughter of a meth head. That was the original idea I'm assuming she had. But, apparently, she cared so much that she cared to fucking kill this kid to try to make her act right? Hmm. Okay. So, within months of the adoption, Janae or Jean began taking Candace to a psychiatrist. Because when kids are bad, there's got to be something wrong with their brain. They're broken. Uh, complaining about her behavior and attitude at home, though Candace was treated with medications. Let's get all fucked up and drugged up, people. Jean reported that Candace's behavior got worse during the ensuing two years, probably because her chemicals were all fucked up, lady. Um, a period supposedly including her playing with matches and also killing goldfish. Drowning those goldfish because goldfish's lives are long and prosperous, people. Blurp, blurp. That's what the goldfish said before. It's like, help me! Okay. (laughs) 
okay, so another reason that we're kind of bringing up some stuff like this is because, like, I've recently gone on these deep dives on the internet um, of, like, crazy, like, like fear, scary, and mysterious, like, video games. So there's, like, certain video games that turn out to be completely fake, like um, uh, Ben Drown, which is an ARG, where this guy made it seem like... He bought this N64, this haunted N64, from some kind of, um, I guess, like a uh, yard. And eventually, he started playing, and it was all weird, like and wonky. And and then Ben, or what seemed to be like Ben, ended up coming through and like messing with his life and stuff like that. So, I saw this one about this thing called Petscop. And Petscop was like supposedly this kid went up in the attic and found his uncle's PlayStation 1 and there was a random game he'd never heard of called Petscop and when he went to go play it it has all these allusions to this story um and it's kind of like an ethereal tale of the world that she lived in and how no one loved her and and what led eventually to her death but basically it's just like an allegory against child abuse and neglect um this lady left a, a home full of meth heads, but I'm pretty certain they wouldn't have rolled her up in a blanket and sat six human beings on top of her until she died. But I could be wrong. So let's continue the story. Now, Candace and Jean Newmaker traveled to Evergreen, Colorado in, uh, in April 2000. When I first heard this story, I thought this was from the 80s, people. I was like, oh, you know, 1984. You know, around them, people are stupid and don't know, you know, that you can't just, like, squeeze someone to, to be, you know, and then say, now you're, now you're okay with me being your mother. But this was not. This was in, um, April of 2000. In the year 2000. That's Conan O'Brien would have said. And then also The Chronic 2000, which is a great album. You know, uh, Forgot About Dre, you know, doom, doom, doom. It's the motherfucking D-R-E Snoop Dogg Okay, sorry And, um Basically, she paid Seven Thousand Dollars God If I had seven Thousand Dollars To just throw At some fucking Charlatan who has a social worker degree, I would use that $7,000 to buy legitimately anything else. However, this is what she did. So she paid $7,000 for a two-week intensive session of attachment therapy. Attachment therapy was a new science or a, uh, a non-medical non-studied, non-real um, therapy uh, chosen by people who think this is a smart way to uh, rebirth their child who is having adverse reactions to authority. And basically, she paid $7,000, people. She was like, Oh 
how much is it? Well, I guess that's enough. I mean, I I was thinking maybe you wanted $10,000, but $7,000 is a fucking steal. So she paid $7,000. God damn it. What a fucking idiot. $7,000 to a Connell Watkins or Connell Watkins who was without a license once again as a therapist upon a referral from William Goble, a licensed psychologist in North Carolina. So that's the worst part, is that somebody who had a fucking license who could actually help that person, who could actually help the kid out, gave her the recommendation. It's like when I'm working at Ace and someone says, who, you know anyone that can paint my house? And there you go. I'll, I'll give them a recommendation. But at least I know that person has painted a room before. So Candace died. She died. The daughter, the, the little foster child, the daughter died during this therapy. She was murdered by these people. So she died during the second week of the intensive session with Miss Watkins during what has been called a rebirthing in quotation marks sessions participating in the fatal session as therapists were Watkins and Julie Ponder also without a license I think we're seeing a trend here along with Candace's therapeutic foster parents Britta St. Clair and Jack McDaniel and Jean Newmaker Following the script for that day's treatment, Candace was wrapped in a flannel sheet and covered with pillows to stimulate, simulate, stimulate, simulate, simulate a womb or birth canal and was told to fight her way out of it with the apparent expectation that the ex experience would help her attach to her adoptive mother. Four, not one, not two, not three, but four adults weighing a combined total of 673 pounds or 305.2 kilograms for you British people, use their hands and feet to push on Candace's head, chest, and 70-pound body. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you can hear the anger and disdain coming out of my voice. But if you can't, I apologize. I'm trying to be entertaining. To resist her attempts to free herself while she complained, pleaded, and even screamed for help and air, unable to escape from the sheet. Candace stated 11 times during the session that she was dying, to which Ponder responded, uh, Go ahead, die right now, for real, for real, bitch. 20 minutes into the session, Candace had vomited and excreted inside of her sheets. She was nonetheless kept restrained with them. I think she said something like, Go ahead, lay there in your, your piss and shit and your vomit. I'm a, I'm a doctor. 40 minutes into the session, Candace was asked if she wanted to be reborn. She faintly responded, This would ultimately be her last word. To this, Ponder replied, 
Quitter. Quitter, quitter, quitter. Quit, 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 quit. She's a quitter. I'm going to eat another donut. This woman was big, by the way. Jean Newmaker, who said later she felt rejected by Candace's inability to be reborn. You pompous fucking bitch. Was asked by Watkins to leave the room in order for Candace not to pick up on Jean's sorrow. I'm so sorry you can sit here while she dies. Soon thereafter, Watkins requested the same of McDaniel and Britta St. Clair, leaving only herself and Ponder in the room with Candace. After talking to uh, for five minutes, the two unwrapped Candace and found that she was motionless, blue in the fingertips and lips, and not breathing upon seeing this. Watkins declared, oh, there she is, just sleeping in her own vomit. Whereupon Newmaker, who had been watching on a monitor in the another room, rushed in the room, remarked on Candace's color, and began CPR while Watkins called 911. When paramedics arrived 10 minutes later, McDaniel told them that Candace had been left alone for five minutes during a rebirthing session and was not breathing. The paramedics surmised that Candace had, has been unconscious and possibly not breathing for some time. Paramedics were unable, were able to restore the girl's pulse as she was flown by helicopter to a hospital in Denver. However, she was declared brain dead the next day, April 19th, as a consequence of asphyxiation. The entire fatal session, as well as the 10 hours of other sessions from the preceding days, had been videotaped as a matter of course with Watkins' treatment. All the videos were shown at the trials of Watkins and Ponder. So, holy crap. How, how, how is it possible that somebody would just allow that to happen? I mean... Like, this child was young. She was 70 pounds. My kids combined are about 70 pounds. To think of somebody crushing their life out of their body and screaming at them, calling them derogatory names, would would result in me murdering people. I mean, like, I would rip skin off. I would tear faces apart. But it didn't go unwarranted. Her death was not in vain. During the convictions, a year later, Watkins and Ponder were tried and convicted of reckless child abuse resulting in the death and received 16 years prison sentences, which to me, sadly, seems a bit easy. Britta St. Clair and Jack McDaniel, the therapeutic foster parents, pleaded guilty to criminally neglect, criminal neglect child abuse and were given... 10 years probations and a thousand hours of community services as a plea bargain. The adoptive mother, Jean Newmaker, a nurse practitioner, pleaded guilty to neglect and abuse charges and was given a four-year suspended sentence, after which the charges were expunged from her record. An appeal by Watkins against conviction and sentence failed. Watkins was paroled on June 2008 under intense supervision which restrictions on contact with children or counseling work, having served approximately seven years of her 16-year sentence. The case was the motivation behind Candace's law in Colorado, North Carolina, which outlawed dangerous reenactments of birth experience. 
The U.S. House of Representatives and Senate have separately passed resolutions using similar actions in other states. A horrible thing that happened to this girl. I can only imagine what her last minutes were like. But this beautiful child who just had a little bit of behavior issues, and yeah, they feel intense. They probably seem intense. There's sometimes my kids are just acting nuts, and I'm like, why are you doing this? But the way that these people thought they were helping somebody were only were legitimately robbing this woman of money and torturing children in order to harass them to the point where they just be like, I will love this person because I don't ever want to do this again. I have never, I don't think I've ever been personally affected by a tragedy as much as this one. That's why this is the first one we're going to talk about. There are some scary shit in this world, people. And sometimes that shit we let happen because of good intentions. So, I urge you all, whenever you see something that you're like, maybe I'll try this, maybe this will help my child out. I plead for you to truly look at it, study it, and make sure that it's safe. There's a lot of scary, scary new procedures. There's a lot of scary, like, nouveau medicines and, and therapy sessions. But not all of it is for everyone. So let's just look at this and learn from that. Because I tell you what, there's a lot more scary stuff out there just um, around the corner. Here at the Cat Scare Podcast... We want to go over a lot of things and try to bring out injustices in the world because they're there. But we're going to do it in a um, fun, uh, dumb way like this. So, for all of us here at Cat Scare Studios, which is my bedroom, uh, I hope you have a good night and good luck. But please, check out Barbarian because next week we will be reviewing it. And it will be a fucking doozy, because, man, it's great. And uh, hopefully Mike will like it. Generally, if I really love something, Mike doesn't like it. Except for Hereditary. But anyway, guys, good night.